Hey everyone, uh, my name's Joshua. I represent all Christians around the world who are um, standing against this He Gets Us campaign. Um, hundreds of millions of dollars spent. They plan on spending $3 billion in the next three years for more heresy and misrepresentation of Jesus and the gospel. But it is an opportunity to talk about, you know, what the real gospel is, what Jesus really stands for. I thought I would open by uh, showing uh, Matt Walsh's uh, response to it. So let's uh, listen in on what he has to say. Unfortunately, I cannot give a full analysis of the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl ads if for whatever reason anyone actually wanted wanted me to do that. But in any case, I did happen to glance up during an early commercial break when we saw what would prove to be one of the most viral ads of the night. It was another Super Bowl commercial for the He Gets Us campaign. The campaign first run by a group called the Servant Foundation and now run by a group called Come Near Incorporated, both funded by mostly anonymous, but we can assume extremely wealthy donors. The ad consists of images, which may not have been AI generated, but certainly look AI generated, um, images of various people getting their feet washed in various situations. And then we see the words, Jesus didn't teach hate, he washed feet, appear on the screen. What's the problem here? Aside from the political correctness with the racial dynamics, what's the problem? Well, the, well to begin with, we should say, Jesus did not go around washing everyone's feet, okay? There is precisely one story in the New Testament of Jesus washing feet, and it was at the Passover meal before his passion and death. In that case, he washed the feet of his disciples, okay? The people closest to him, his disciples, the people that have been following him, literally, throughout his whole ministry. And now that did include, of course, the disciple who was about to betray him. But the point is that these were his disciples. Like He wasn't out in the street washing the feet of every unbeliever and unrepentant sinner who walked by. And we, we often do this these days. Like We take singular moments in Jesus' ministry and we extrapolate them making them out to be regular occurrences. But that's not a fair or accurate assumption. So when we say, Jesus didn't hate, he washed feet, it makes it sound like it was something, it was like a standard form of greeting. He just went around, what? There's one story of that happening in a very specific circumstance um, for a specific group of people. Did he ever go out in the public and wash feet? Well, we don't know. Like, there, we don't, there's no reason to assume he did. There's no mention of it. But we do know that out in public, whether or not he ever washed feet, we don't know. But we do know that his fundamental message was this, repent and believe. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance, as he says in the Gospel of Luke. This was his message, not stop hating, okay? It was never that. It was repent and believe. And yet neither one of those points were mentioned in the ad, curiously enough. So is this a good entry point, though? You know, maybe that's the argument. Well, uh, yeah, it's not really the gospel, but, but, uh, but it, it, it gets people in the door with the feet washing stuff. Well, no, it's probably not a good entry point. It probably won't get them in the door. And even if it does get them in the door, they'll be coming through the door for the wrong reason. When you say to unrepentant sinners, come and get your feet washed, you are reaffirming them in their sin. You're feeding into their pride and ego. Okay, for, for the disciples... This is another key difference. For the disciples, getting their feet washed by Christ was a humbling experience for them. They felt uncomfortable at first. They tried to stop him, okay? Uh, They knew they were unworthy. 
But if somebody sits down and says, yeah, come wash my feet. I deserve this treatment. Come cater to my every whim. Then the very last thing you should do for that person is actually wash their feet, whether literally or metaphorically. The problem with modern Christianity in many cases is that it offers the invitation, right? But it forgets what the invitation is for. Now, what you see in this ad is not Christian love. This is self-debasement. It's a humiliation ritual meant, meant to satisfy the egos of people who need their egos punctured, not inflated even more. And does it work? Does this kind of messaging actually succeed in growing the church? Does it bring in, bring in the lost sheep? Does it do whatever it's supposedly meant to do? We don't need to speak theoretically about it. If you're a defender of this kind of messaging and you say, oh, it brings people in. Okay, where? Where has it worked? Christianity in the West has been sucking up to people who, who hate it, has been sanitizing itself, has been watering down its message, preaching against hate, but never saying a word about repentance for decades. And over those decades, we've also seen a record number of people leave the church. We've seen church attendance dwindle to record lows, while atheist and unaffiliated self-identifications rocket to record highs. If this hippie Jesus messaging was ever going to actually work, you think it would have started working at some point over the past, I don't know, 50 years? And that ultimately is why the He Gets Us campaign is today canceled. Totally right on, on so many so many points. But the biggest problem is, is that if you misrepresent the biblical Jesus, then people don't hear about the biblical Jesus. They get a false version of Jesus. And if people get a false version of Jesus then people don't get the opportunity to hear the true gospel. And what Christians have always believed is that the way to eternal life is to believe in Jesus as Lord. And if Jesus is misrepresented, um, then people can't hear the true gospel. Then they can't have eternal life. Then they're separated from God forever and ever. I mean, even if you're an atheist and you disagree with Christianity or Jesus being the way to God, pretend for a moment that you were a Christian and pretend for a moment you believed that there was like the devil, Satan, demons attacking the true message of salvation and light. What would be the strategy of the devil to keep people from believing in Jesus? Well, it could be misrepresenting Jesus, creating a counterfeit Jesus, creating an, not the Christ, but the, but an antichrist, a, a, a version of Jesus that's totally accepting, never disagreeable, never calling people to repentance, never calling people out of darkness into light, but always saying, I will always agree with you no matter what you decide to do with your life. It's about your dreams. It's about your plan, not God's plan, not God's vision, your vision. That would be Satan's strategy. And that proves, I think, if you were a Christian, you would agree with all of us Christians that the He Gets Us campaign is absolutely diabolical. It's satanic. It's false teaching. And the Apostle Paul said in the book of Galatians, if anyone presents to you, even if an angel were to come and to preach a different gospel, let him be accursed. This is a different gospel. This is the gospel of today's culture. This is the gospel of salvation by do whatever you want to do, create your own life, do your own thing. Um, you should be accepted. And the final thing I'll say about this in this particular video is that G.K. Chesterton was the one who said 
You know, Christians are supposed to believe everyone's creed except for their own. That was the way of the modern world. And, you know, it's like that wasn't 50 years ago. That was 100 years ago. 100 years of liberal, progressive, kind of pseudo-Christian, faux Christianity that came along and said, you know, we're going to take the heart of Jesus. We're going to bag the Bible. We should we should be all about multiculturalism where everybody's culture, everybody's religion is equally valid. And the only religion that's not valid is traditional Christianity. This has been going on for a hundred years. And this He Gets Us campaign and the billions of dollars they're going to spend, this is the ultimate kind of manifestation of this this faux Christianity that's been around for a hundred years. And if you're an atheist, if you're an unbeliever, and you want to investigate Christianity, well, then investigate the real thing, man. Go to the real source. Go to the ancient past of Scripture and investigate the gospel there. Do not, absolutely do not evaluate uh, your view of Christianity based on this faux version, kind of postmodern Jesus. Go to the real Jesus and decide if you're going to accept him or reject him. If you're going to walk away from Jesus, at least walk away from the right one, the biblical Christ that's been preached for 2,000 years. Um, and if you're a Christian, my goodness, if you're going to represent Jesus to lost people, give them the real one, man. Is he loving? Yes, he's so loving, he doesn't want us to die in our sins. He's so loving, he doesn't want us to destroy our life by, you know, vice and by destructive behaviors and attitudes. He wants to save us and liberate us from darkness, from sin, from society, from Satan, from demons. Jesus is a deliverer, a liberator. He is like Moses, but the greater than Moses, who's leading us in an exodus out of the spirit of Egypt and Pharaoh and slavery. He's leading us to freedom and reconciliation with God. Jesus is an urgent Savior and Lord, King of kings, Lord of lords, and he's calling everyone to come to him, believe him, and leave their old life behind and come to the new life. Listen, that's the true Jesus. It's not this postmodern hippie Jesus. This He Gets Us commercial campaign is absolutely destructive, and Christians should be against, absolutely against, um, this He Gets Us commercial campaign thing that's going on. So we'll say more in the next video. God bless you. Have a great day.